money can't buy his mentality and at the end of the day that's what united I, I believe are lacking like that strong mentality in terms of like when when you know that you need to win and you know that the pressure is on you show up for that and for me um maguire is not that much better than lindelof man. like lindelof actually played well today and uh, generally fam, yeah he's actually a good player um and maguire fam, he's got the mistakes in him he's too um lackadaisical when he's on Jorginho is not the player you want sitting for you because he's not going to cover enough ground and he's not aggressive enough. I don't know you, I don't know if you've seen some clips of him getting bullied by McBurney and McGoldrick. They're just pushing yeah, him off the yeah, ball yeah. and stuff like that. Like. Yeah, exactly. Lampard obviously has to take blame. I think people are stretching it by saying that... Um... Eyes on the ball. Uh, you already know where it is. Eyes on the ball. One man down today, but I mean, after this weekend's fixtures, it's important we get some content out to you, man, and and give our opinions and takes from from this weekend, fam. Yo, a lot of things have been happening, man. This weekend has been the weekend of of um, mishaps, yeah, madnesses, fam. Yes, fam. It's been a lot of. Um... Lost opportunity, a lot of disappointment, a lot of um, yeah, fam. And to be honest, just it's just our, our teams being our teams, man. You know, the the um the foundation's been laid throughout the season. You know, we may be picking up points yeah. as of recent, but we still got a way to go with our team. Hundred percent. And I think I think what's telling as well is like, fam. Obviously, we've been talking about our teams and how we can um, maybe challenge next season and stuff like that, but. This weekend has reminded, I think it's given us reality checks that there's still so much our teams need to do to catch City and, and Liverpool. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, there's so many things that we still need to address, like big issues. Like, fam, when I your think, team... I, think, I would say more so yeah, for you, on, man, though, just because you look so defensively suspect and, um, you know, we haven't heard much uh, rumblings about you being linked to many defenders, but I'd say more so you, man. Us, I think we just need... You know, experience not experience as in player for player. Um, I think as a team, like um, obviously after yeah, the no, break but was fam. the first um, time them man played together, and I think they just need to get um, comfortable with each other and that. But not to give excuses, isn't it? No, I just, get. I, in terms of I challenging, get, yeah, I get. Yeah, no, I fully get what you're saying, hundred percent. Definitely, I'd say you're closer than Chelsea. However, I'd still say that one thing that. Um, money can't buy his mentality and at the end of the day that's what united I, I believe are lacking like that strong mentality in terms of like when when you know that you need to win and you know that the pressure is on you show up for that game do you get what i'm saying like fam at the end of the day i'm not taking anything away from united and i'm like this is not me throwing any jabs because i'm the first to say united have looked the best since the restart but you have to remember that the fixtures you've had have been the easiest out of everyone in the top four, top six. Yeah, for sure. You've, the average place of the teams you face is about 16th. That's the average uh, place of the teams. So there's no doubt that it's teams that you should be beating. That's why I said, when it comes down to teams that you should be beating, it's mentality. Look at Alex Ferguson when he faced the small teams. Bro, they came in scared, as in Southampton had more possession today, like at Old Trafford, and that shouldn't be happening, in my opinion. Yes, possession, of course over the years has been an overrated stat but still you should be dominating the ball and I think especially sure. in the game that we watched um, I do think 
and not. I think they got to us with their press, man. Like, um, and I've yeah, been saying yeah. it as we, as we um have have been playing so well, fam. We're not good without the ball. Do you know what I'm saying? We haven't had enough so? time to to be drilled without the ball defensively pressing, mm. keeping shape. And I think specifically Pogba in it. Obviously, he's got match next to him, but he still has to play completely different than what he's used to. Do you know what I'm saying? He's used to being expressive, letting himself go. Um, yeah. You got know I mean? Doing things, but when you're on the edge of your box, you can't be moving as if you're on the edge of the opponent's box, fam. Like, that was a, a stupid yeah. goal to give away. Even a second goal yeah. was just disappointing all around, fam. Set piece. I think we were up there um, still one of the, the worst teams in terms of corners. So, again, that comes to haunt us. But um, yeah, man, it's just it's definitely disappointing. Um, Should have won the game. I think. Do you know what? But, do you know yeah. what? What do you think about though? Like, I mean, I would say you're the only team that hasn't rotated your squad. Of course, yes, you're facing lesser opponents. But do you think fatigue played an issue? Because I'd say Greenwood didn't look the same bright self he normally is in games. I don't like, think say fatigue Greenwood... was the issue for Greenwood. They were basically bracketing mm. him as if he's like Messi, fam. They had two dons around him whenever he touched the ball, fam. So um I think he yeah. was just like he the game plan was to to stop him. Um I think fatigue was the issue for Pogba. Um Bruno, um obviously those guys have mm. um, played a lot of minutes and Pogba's just coming back from injuries, you know what I'm saying? We can't expect mm. and it's not like it's a normal schedule, you know what I'm saying? He's got games every three days coming off an injury. So yeah. I think he definitely had some issues with fatigue. But um yeah, as I said, it's no excuse, man. We should be beating these teams and it's highly disappointing that we didn't um get the result. We might as well dive into the United game a little bit more than go back to um Chelsea, you know. Or, yeah, so yeah, no, can, of course, know, yeah. I've still in your place. <laughs> now I've still got a couple of questions in terms of United. I know, I mean, yes, of course, you might say fatigue is not an issue, but at the end of the day, fam, we all came from the same lockdown. Do you get what I'm saying? And I think you're probably one of the only teams that has no, had I the said same not an issue team for Greenwood, from... didn't it? Pogba and Bruno is definitely. Oh, an but issue. for the rest of the yeah, yeah. So Bruno Pogba, I definitely saw that. Like Bruno still was looking sharp. Definitely, I think he got a, an assist for the Martial goal. I don't yeah. know if they'll give it to him, but I think yeah, that's his assist. So, but it it. It's like once you got the second goal, the second half, besides the Martial chance to memory, and uh, w- w- was there any other chances besides that Martial um, run? Not really. Not, that not really. Like you sat back. Like you sat back. I don't know if that was a tactic from Oli to maybe sit back. Cause, th- that's what I'm saying, um, fam. Southampton's yeah. pressing is no joke, fam. Like, they're one of the better pressing yeah. teams in the league, and that definitely had yeah. an impact on our game, fam. Um, you seen the way we play uh, with this team, we control the game. Do you know I mean, Pogba and yeah. Bruno are pulling strings, even Matic. Matic is dictating play from deep. But um, with the way Sheffield and um, Southampton set up, fam, it, them man couldn't handle it. That's why I'm trying to emphasize that without the ball, we've got a lot of work to do. And that's obviously yeah. pre season. It's going to take a pre season to develop. Obviously, in addition to that, what do you think about. Because. Like, fam, it just had to happen in the week where Van der Vaart obviously said that no one in the Netherlands basically rates um, Maguire. But what do you think about Maguire's role, especially in the second goal? And just in general, fam, that almost lack of concentration. I don't know if you've seen the replays to the second goal, but he's actually marking Wan-Bissaka. And that's why he misses, he misreads the flight of the ball. And then Obafemi, marking Wan-Bissaka? At the back post. 
Yeah, he's literally... If you go back and watch it, you'll see it after the pod, it, if you haven't seen it. But, like, he's literally marking Wan-Bissaka. That's why he misreads the flight of the ball, because if he if he was in... If he was behind Wan-Bissaka, it would have been an easy header out. But it's because he was so... Con- I don't know what was wrong. Yeah. Like, that lack of concentration. Like, there's no doubt that Maguire has improved the defence, but do you think Maguire and Lindelof going forward can win you the title, basically? Do you think that's a partnership to win you the league? I don't think it's a partnership to win the league. I think there's no A-grade um, player between them. Do you know what I'm saying? You need a, a, mm. a leader and someone that can complement. And for me, um, Maguire's not that much better than Lindelof, fam. Like, Lindelof actually played well today and uh, generally, fam, yeah. he's actually a good player. Um, and Maguire, fam, he's got the mistakes in him. He's too um, lackadaisical when he's on the ball. Like, um, yeah. I think we definitely need to bring in a, a dominant, dominant centre-back if we want to compete for the league, fam. Because, um, yeah. as you said, um, not only for, like, uh, the goals aspect, but also the, the mentality aspect and the leadership. Like, yeah. um, I think we definitely need a, a centre-back who can come in, take charge and um, just be a leader, fam. Because Bruno's definitely been a leader. Pogba, Pogba's a leader. But um, I think we still yeah. need some more big personalities in there that are you know leading the pack mm. I mean the the expectation obviously from you was for United to basically get full points from the rest of the remaining games that they had yeah. um, now you've got Crystal Palace away next which obviously isn't an easy game like it's not it's not going to be an easy game I still expect United to come out on top but it's not going to be an easy game I can't remember who you have after Palace I don't you know got, if you can um, help me I'm bugging fam. Um, our last game of the season is Leicester. Yeah, uh, Leicester. West Ham. I know West, the, Ham. The, West Ham. Oh, West Ham at home, yeah? Uh, or is it away? I think it's away. Maybe. I think it's at home. Or, oh, yeah, yeah whichever anyway. West Ham, so, I mean, I mean, yeah, prior to the Leicester game though, like, you're expecting full points again from those two games. Like, are you still confident of you finishing in the top four despite... Obviously, they're dropping the points today. No, I'm still confident, man. I I, I, I definitely am a um, proponent of looking at ourselves. But listen, if we're honest, yeah. <laughs> if we're honest, you guys and Leicester do have some tough, tough, tough fixtures, man. And um, to be, it's 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 not ideally where we want to be. Ideally, you know, we're looking back at you guys in fourth and fifth while we're um, yeah. in control of our own destiny. And that's still the case, to be fair, because if we do take care of business with Crystal Palace and West Ham, and we beat Leicester, we still get top four. But at the same time, um, it also gives me confidence that, you know, Leicester have still got Sheffield United, Spurs, and us to face, which is a tough, tough, tough um, end to the season. And you guys, obviously, after Norwich, which should be a cakewalk, you have um, Liverpool and Wolves. So, yeah, uh, definitely tougher games than we have. And um, as I said, our destiny is still in our hands, isn't it? We just need to... Yeah. To win games. I mean, I mean, before we speak about Chelsea's game, um, yeah, I let would me just say give, that. Um, before you say your last um, question, innit? Let me give a shout out to Marshall, man. Even though he didn't score that last yeah, chance. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? He um, should have. Fam, he's been balling, man. Like, ever since Bruno yeah, man, came in, definitely. top goal scorer in the league, even the, the way he's holding up the ball now, the way he's um, interchanging yeah. between players, like, he's looking like one the main man in our team right now. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving the way he's playing. He's living up to expectation, and um, 
Yeah, man. I, I, I want to see I, him with a full season ahead of Bruno and Pogba because I think he could be absolutely lethal. Like, if you if you give yeah. him a full season with, with this team, listen, Martial can, can, can get you numbers, fam. Numbers that we didn't even think he, he was capable of. Do you know what? I like that shout-out because Greenwood, um, Pogba, Bruno... They've received a lot of the headlines, exactly. isn't it? Exactly. And Martial's been seen as maybe the finisher and the final. Like, just get the job done because these guys are feeding you. But at the end of the day, you still need to finish your dinner. Do you get what I'm saying? And, and Martial's he's the man doing that it done. in leaps and bounds. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Now, I've, bro, I've been screaming though. I've been telling you that Martial is a player, I believe, that could do... Like, he's a baller. It's just that he's been playing under systems where I think weren't getting the best out of him. And then, <laughs> bro, bro, bro. to the fact that... <laughs> Someone said he was playing under Mugabe, fam. <laughs> That's why his, his uh, development <laughs> got stopped. <laughs> they said, thank God that Greenwood said Mourinho, Mugabe, fam. Mourinho is a been mad. Fam. Greenwood could have caught, caught the tumour as well. Could have been mad. <laughs> but no, nah, yeah, nah, it's the truth, man. It's the truth, like, Martial definitely was hindered under Mourinho and then he carried on that form under um, Oli as well. Like, obviously, start, you know when Oli had that nice yeah. first period where you were winning games, then he went back into his loss of confidence. I don't know where sure. it was, in it? But yeah. it's good to see Martial, like, gunning right now. Obviously, we're seeing the comparisons back to Henri. I'd, I'd say United fans should relax a bit. But, however, fam, he's, he's proven to himself to be his own man. And really and truly, bro... Martial should be France's number one striker. It shouldn't be Giroud. Bro, you get what I'm that's what I'm saying. It bro. shouldn't be Giroud. And imagine, imagine is, look at the ballers that he's got yeah. around him, fam. It could be exactly. nuts. And let's like, not imagine, speak, fam. For me, Martial's one of the best finishers in the league, bro. If you give him chances, yeah, yeah, yeah. he will get it done. Like, do you get what I'm saying? He yeah. just needs to perform consistently, and that's what I'm loving to see right now, man. I think he's just got yeah. like a different um, mentality and just vibe because. Um, Obviously, he'd get um, criticised as far as he weaves in and out of games. That, do you know what I mean? He has moments where he's um, yeah, 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 not yeah, engaged. Yeah. And um, that's not been the case, fam. Since Bruno came in, fam, he's, he's got the most goals in the league, fam. And that's super, super impressive, man. Nah, it is, man. Bru- uh, uh, Martial, man. Imagine, that's what I was about to say. Imagine him in the France team with... Griezmann, Mbappe, Pogba, Kante, um, Matuidi, all these ballers around him. Like, bro, think Dembele. about that counter attack. Think about that counter attack. Martial, Mbappe, Griezmann. Oh. Devastating, man. Devastating. Bro. With Pogba feeding them. <laughs> and then Kante sitting for them. <laughs> that France bro. team is fake, man. That fake, France team man. is fake. fake. But let's, uh, let's get into Chelsea, man. Um, two sides of the coin. Obviously, you could yeah. look at it from a positive perspective as far as Leicester drop points. Leicester get battered. Battered. They got their trousers they pulled down and they got done. Yeah, they got pammed. Hey, Leicester got pammed. When I say now, yeah, <laughs> that we've got agents around the league that are doing jobs for us. We've got Solanke. <laughs> Yoruba. My guy. Fam. Dominic, man. This is the thing. Like, this is the week. The week. This weekend has been the weekend for the underdog, man. McGoldrick hasn't scored a goal in God knows when he gets a brace. Facts. Dominic Salanke hasn't scored a goal in God knows when he gets a brace. Facts. You got Michael Abafemi coming off the bench. He gets his goal. Fam. Man only played like, five minutes I, I, and, he, I, I, and he had a, arguably the biggest impact on the game. Do you get what I'm saying? So, like, bro, this weekend has been crazy. But let's not let's not get away from it, innit? Like, and that's what I was telling you off the mat, bro. I expect to be beating Sheffield United, innit? Fair enough, they've had a great season. They've done their thing. I think a sneeze is coming through. 
good. Yeah, they've had a great season and whatnot. Chris Wilder, I think probably second best manager this season behind Klopp. Like he's you done, don't think he's he deserves manager, manager, manager of the year? I think it will be an injustice not to give it to Klopp. We'll discuss yeah, that yeah. if you want to, but I think it will be an injustice not to give it to Klopp. Nah, I agree. Um, but, it's a um, season. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I still expect to win. And even if we're going to lose, it's the performance, man. Like Obviously, exactly. I said in the, in the previous um, episode, I said I don't care about the performance as long as we're winning. But if we're losing and it's a bad performance, there's a problem there. Like, immediately... When I saw the lineup, I watched the game with, with one of my boys. I saw Tammy up front and I said, this doesn't make sense. We're facing a team that are resilient. They like to defend, but also like to attack. Yeah, but they've got three quality centre-backs who will rough up Tammy. Like, they won't give him space in behind. And what happens, that's exactly what happens. Them when Giroud... Them as well. Them another game. Them centre-backs. Yeah, exactly. No, fam, they're a quality team. But it's the performance all round. Jorginho, I was telling Chelsea fans again, he's not... When you want to play two eights... Jorginho is not the player you want sitting for you because he's not going to cover enough ground and he's not aggressive enough. I don't know you. I don't know if you've seen some clips of him getting bullied by McBurney and McGoldrick. They're just pushing yeah, him off the yeah, ball yeah. and stuff like the that. Game, like, and he was, then he was invisible during the game, fam. And as you said, that's a key point, fam. If you want to play two attacking guys around him, he's not the guy you want. Exactly. And then obviously, I think um, this was a game where Aspilicueta playing left back. Um, actually hindered us not having a natural left-footed player to deliver crosses to be an attacking threat basically yeah. because you know when you play against three at the back you need width you like need width, width is key man. to um, playing against the three at that's the back that's why he tried like with three at the back tell you. in the second half yeah exactly like we had to match it up and that that that's what um, it already killed us the game was done at half time so okay. like us changing the formation didn't really help us in terms of attacking regard. Um, I'm not looking at the wingers because the, they didn't, the, the team didn't get the wingers into the game. Like, I blame the team for that because wingers are naturally, they naturally get um, some of the less touches in the game. So you need to get your wingers into the game. Um, I've already yeah, touched on the fullbacks, but the centre... Um, before you ask that question, before you ask that question, the centre-backs, man, the centre-backs. That's what um, I was just about to ask about. Chelsea have a, Chelsea have a deep-rooted deep lying problem where we do not have a quality centre-back. My thing is, yeah, not being reactionary, because obviously everyone will tell you sell the lot. Not being reactionary, we don't have bad defenders, but we have no leaders. And because there's no leader, all of them are terrible on their own. I do believe if you bring in one good defender who plays week in, week out, the partner he has will become a better player better, as a result yeah. of that. Do you get what I'm saying? As a result of that. However, right now we have bad defenders, like bad defenders, bad. like individually. I do think Tomori not being available for us. I do think, personally, I've been saying it all season. I think he's our best centre-back. He will make mistakes. He's young. I will allow him to make his mistakes. Christensen, he's been making mistakes since last season and I've been saying it. Rudiger, Rudiger. another one, been making terrible mistakes, Zuma. especially this season. Fam. Zuma didn't really make mistakes in that game. I would say that he's kind of... It's a bit like the Arsenal syndrome. Like, when one player play, plays bad, it reaps across the whole of the defence. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you remember the Tottenham game. Um, Mustafi was having a good game. And then when the nervousness started, he turned into old Mustafi. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, like, it's, it's basically like that. Like, Zuma didn't have a bad game. But, fam, it's... it's I don't want... Our defenders, the bad defending, to 
basically reap through the whole team. And then finally, before you ask the question you want to ask. Yeah, exactly. Lampard obviously has to take blame. I think people are stretching it by saying that um, he needs to be held more accountable for his decisions like Ole and Arteta are. Fam, there's no doubt, and I don't think you'll disagree with me. If you do, then that's fair enough to you and that's Mm -hmm. your opinion. But in terms of in-game management, I I don't think Arteta and Ole are better than Lampard. Lampard has shown on countless of occasions how to change a game. That's why I said people are being a bit reactionary because it's that same ability to change games that he's being criticized for like he tried to make substitutions at halftime he tried to change the formation however he started with the wrong team from the outset like tammy shouldn't have started i don't think Jorginho should have started i don't know if kovacic was on the bench i didn't actually check that yeah he was but Jorginho should not yeah so kovacic should have started that game not Jorginho. and i mean yeah he needs to take blame for poor tactical decisions however i don't think it's something to then go oh He's, he's he needs to be held accountable, fam. He's gonna make mistakes. He's a, this is his first year in the Premier League. Like he's an inexperienced manager, so he's allowed to make mistakes. But fam, Chelsea, we're holding on to third by the by, to dear life, basically, fam. Dear, dear life, life. dear, dear life. life Typically United, not to come and suck you guys. But um, let me ask a question. Uh, obviously, mm. you spoke about the defense, uh, the centre backs, but let's talk about the guys around them now. Obviously, yeah. Kepa. Been one of the worst keepers in the league statistically, and um, obviously, if you're bringing in the yeah. likes of Werner, Ziyech, p- potentially Havertz, um, it's pointless when you've got a, a dud in goal. Do you know what I mean? Um, and obviously, yeah, the yeah. fullbacks as well. Um, some people would say Tariq Lamptey's been more impressive than Reese James. Um, there's yeah, no, yeah. you still need a, a left a left back. You know, uh, talk to me about all the, those three positions. Um, you know, um, I'll start from. The least worrying. So if we go from the right back position, fam, Reece James is the right back for years to come, bro. Tariq Lamptey, yes, no doubt has been more impressive. I actually found out the reason why we didn't have a buyback clause and everything was because he had he only had a year on his deal left, or it was going to expire in summer. So we had to sell him because if we didn't sell him, we Wait, wouldn't you have didn't loan him. You him. sold him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was we had to sell him? He only had like six months left on his deal or something like that. So we had to sell him. Yeah. Like, that's why well, a lot of Chelsea fans are wondering. But I, think I don't think it's a mistake. Because you have to remember that he's a player with the ability, like, abilities to start in the near future. And Reese James, between the both of them, Reese James has the more upside, in my opinion. He has the higher ceiling. He's bigger, he's stronger, he's as quick, and he's got better delivery. Like, right now, Reese James should have like a lot of assists but we've been very wasteful from his crosses as well. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, and he's the better yeah, one-on-one defender that's been... Yeah, so he's got the more ceiling that, um, in him. That Reece James has a higher ceiling. I just feel like um, since the restart, Lanty's been impacting games. You know what I'm saying? Both going forward yeah, and yeah, defensively. Yeah. And um, if, if he keeps his pace up, listen, he has an argument to... Um, obviously, if he didn't send him, he'd, he'd have an argument to come back and play next season. No, I think... The understanding from Chelsea has been that Reese James is the guy to replace Aspilicueta as the right Things change, bro. I'm, things change. In what? So things huh? change. Nah, nah. Reese James will still be the right back. I think you shouldn't look too much into players playing well after the restart because, like, I've been able to prove, like, guys have played better because of the... Like, there's just been many different factors that make a player play better. I think Reese James has just been... 
I think he's just been slow to get started, fam. He's a big player. I think fitness has been an issue with him as well. Like he's not, he's looked a bit off the pace, and that's down to fitness. But yeah, Kappa. just to like, I don't want to, I don't want to stay too much on that. Yeah, Reece James is the guy, um, and I think he will get better. Like no doubt, I have no worries about him. Then you look at the left back issue. That's an issue that's gonna be have to, it's going to have to be addressed in the market. We're gonna have to look for a left back. Tagliafico, Tellers, Chilwell that all been spoken about. Um, so we'll see what happens there. We'll definitely buy a left back for sure. I'm, I'm like that's definitely gonna happen. You now have the centre backs. Obviously, in the Chelsea pod that I did recently, I explained, fam. There's no one right now. Um, like to go out and get someone will become available and we will buy a centre back. But I'm just saying realistically there's no one to get right now. Everyone's saying yes, Kulibali, but fam, Chelsea aren't gonna spend a hundred mil on a twenty nine slash thirty year old. But that's a problem though, what you're saying. I don't think that's a problem. I don't think that's a problem because you have to remember football works in a way, yeah, where you don't buy most clubs anyway, you don't buy for now. You buy for with you buy like when a player has potential resale value do you get what i'm saying and that's every club even man united as big as they are they're not look at the model you guys have now you're all you're trying to bring build a young core mm-hmm. group of players and Oli has said it like every club is trying that model like every club you can't just buy a koulibaly for 100 mil because it doesn't yeah, make but sense that's what i'm saying when, how... when koulibaly goes when koulibaly goes what happens then do you get what i'm saying yeah i agree with that but that's what i'm saying how if no one's available now you know there's no promises that that's going to change. And that, that could lead to you coming into next season with the same centre-backs you have now. And that, that could I, I be think, a big issue. I think that's... I don't think we'll come into next season with the centre-backs that we have now. I think those... Even, okay, let's say you like go I out and do buy a centre-back. Fam, we have money. Chelsea... Is he going to be an A-grade centre-back, though? Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. I can't... Because, fam, at the end of the day, you can't... You won't always have A-grade centre-backs available. When when Liverpool bought Van Dijk, I wouldn't have said he was an A-grade centre-back. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, he may have had the potential, but I wouldn't have said he was an A-grade centre-back. No one would, no one could have said that, in my opinion. So, like, yeah, it's, it's any, any centre-back we buy is going to be a risk in terms of whether he's going to have that ability to change the defence. Do you get what I'm saying? So, we'll see what happens in that regard. In terms of the goalkeeping situation now... Um, Recent reports have shown that Onana, we contacted him, 30 mil. And also we contacted Oblak, 120 million re- release clause. So, I mean, I think the problem is Kepa. Like, Kepa is obviously the most... <laughs> Blood clot. Yeah, release clause. But I, I'd spend I'd spend that money on Oblak. Don't get it twisted. He's 27. So he's got so many years ahead of him as a top, top keeper. Do you get Fam, what I'm saying? Best keeper on the planet, but 120 mil for a keeper. Bloody hell. Times have changed, fam. Times <laughs> have changed. You got, you got, you got to splash the cash, man. You got Facts. to splash the cash, bro. Facts. And um, Onana will be an up. Like any keeper we get, will be an upgrade to Kepa, in my opinion, in my honest opinion. Nah, facts, like, man. He's poor. He's poor. You have to remember that Kepa was bought in circumstances where Courtois left us like dry. He left us like high and dry, and. Um, we just and Athletic Bilbao obviously knew we needed a keeper desperately, so they we prayed had to on play you. Still, they, they bugged yeah, you and still. Literally, they did, man. They did. So <laughs> I don't blame Kepa, but at the end of the day, fam, you've got to be better than what you are. And he's currently like the worst keeper in the Premier League. Like if we had Ben Foster, I think top four would have been wrapped up by now. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, and that's like, Ben that Foster bad. we're talking about. Do you get what I'm saying? He's a good keeper in his own right, but fam, it says a lot. Do you get what I'm saying? 
Nah, that if Ben Foster was ben, a Duke, player, you'd have secured top four. A, he's a solid keeper, fam. But yeah. um, but yeah, go on, go on. Uh, I'll just I was gonna move on in it. Uh, talk a bit about Leicester, yeah, yeah, and just the rest on. of the the top four. Um, how do you feel? How do you feel about um, you know, how things are gonna end? Obviously, I've I've listed the fixtures um that you and Leicester yeah. have, and obviously us. Um, how do you feel that things are gonna end? Um, I still believe that Chelsea will get top four. Same way you believe United will get top four. My prediction has never changed. I said United third, Chelsea fourth, Chelsea third, United fourth. I don't care what position they finish. I just said those two teams will finish in the top four. And I was very clear. I said Leicester will drop out. I knew that they wouldn't come back the same from the restart. Also knew that they'd have troubles in terms of the fixtures that they've had in the show. I knew that the inexperience, especially when it comes... like At the end of the day, fam, experience still shines Sorry, through in United and Chelsea. Bloody hell. Huh? I knew this, I knew that, I knew this. No, but I did though, like, fam. I love I mean, the proof's the, 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 the proof's all there though. Didn't I say it? Like, you man all said Chelsea... No, I'll Chelsea give you credit, man. You did call it. I'm you not saying... It. You called it's it. Not, it's not done. It's not done. It's far from done. But I think what's key is that once Chelsea win that next game, I do believe Wolves are out of it. Like I think Wolves are done. They can't get top four yeah, anymore. Yeah. So I just yeah. think that but they can still play spoiler though. Yeah, but I think that it's the United Leicester game that will be key. Where things are before that game is what will decide everything. Do you get what I'm saying? I think no, if we're still in third by the last game of the season, You're I think good. we've got top four. Oh, hundred percent. I think 100%. we've got it. Yeah, hundred percent. No, it's not even hundred percent though. Because remember, one of them are going to have to remember. No, but you have to remember that if United and Leicester draw and we all finish on the same points or something like that, United and Leicester get top four because we have a very, very bad goal difference. Do you get what I'm saying? So we can't let it go. If we all finish on the same points, that'd be wild. Wild. I'll be so sad. I'll cry. On the mic, I'll cry, fam. But nah, fam. 100%. Like, for me, personally, again, I'm not wavering in 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 my prediction. Like I've I've stuck true to it. I said Leicester and Leicester will drop out. United, Chelsea will get top four. Um, I think it's important Chelsea just take care of the business against Norwich. Need to see a good win against Norwich so that we can go into that. Will be tough, bro. Like that's gonna be yeah, of course, of course, huge game, huge game. But like I said, like now, yeah, that draw against Southampton, in my opinion, has put the pressure on United because. Palace away is not an easy game. Like you cannot take that game for granted. Do you get what I'm saying? No, but I like, think and I, I think would we have the same mentality that we had prior to the Southampton game, innit? We have to win all our games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if dropping points at Palace could put you guys in a very, very sticky situation, innit? Oh, 100%. Because if you drop points drop points at Palace, what we go what about three, four points ahead of you. So Yeah, you may I mean, yeah, but it would still um I as you said, fam, that United Leicester game is probably going to be like the biggest game of the season, bro. Because that's that's where biggest all the marbles while, will yeah. be will be taken. Yeah, literally. And man, um, literally. I'm confident, so, man. Leicester have been so poor since the restart. You know they they're toothless, and um, we just need to con- control the game. What's crazy bro. though? What's crazy about that Leicester Bournemouth game though, bro? Is that, bro? First half, Bournemouth were dead. Like Leicester dominated that game. Leicester dominated that game like it was crazy, like crazy domination. And 
Boom, we've turned it Second on, half, fam. The red card, not even the red card, fam, because they scored the they two were two goals one up before, before the red, the red card. card. Yeah. So it's like, boy, this league, man, this league just. That's the Premier so many League, surprises. It's I the Premier League. To, but you know anything like can I said, in the Premier League. Fam, but like I said, there will be one team standing in that Champions League hearing that music, and it's <laughs> the one and only. You already know where it is. Listen, right mate, here, man. We're going to be right there with you, man. We need to, gonna be to right get into the Champions us, League, fam. And um, come, come true, man. Let's not come sleep, true. fam. Like, actually, nah, you know what? Let me not even. Nah, say it, bro. Say it, bro. Say it, bro. It's not the time. It's not the time. Maybe on, a, maybe on the next pod. <laughs> And he's United to get another <laughs> win first. Yeah, nah. But I fam, what still. I will I say that. is, um, there's no, there's no drama like the Premier League, man. You never know what's gonna happen. There's 100%. always high stakes, and um, there's always drama, man. Gotta love the Premier League. Yeah. Hey, but that City. Before we wrap up, that City overturn. It's big, man. Bro, the overturn of the bro, of the band. Huge. Huge, big, man. Like, did and, you see them all smiling with the lawyers how, and how that? corrupt you wait for our fam? Um, like it's like now yeah you just look at it and think can we even trust these bodies like fam bro we can't man we've been not been able to trust these bodies bro and the thing is don't only um limit it to uefa bro the fa all of these all of these um governing bodies bro that they got agendas (laughs) bro we know about their agendas um, yeah i mean i think it's, it's i think it's clear to see in it but yeah man Fam, City now will have Champions League. Their players will surely stay. And I see them doing a the madness in the transfer market as well. I've seen already they're no, going to no, challenge no. Chelsea. Bro, they're going to challenge um, Chelsea for Alaba. And the ban being lifted, and, bro. That That's such a game changer um, for City as a team, fam. Because now they know. We, we've got all to play for moving forward. And they've yeah. got um, something to strive to. As in Liverpool have been the dominant team this season. And... City are going to come back with a vengeance still. I can see it already. And challenging for the yeah. league La- um, regarding United and Chelsea is a myth. Lastly, though, lastly, um, just a quick word, just a quick take on Tottenham-Arsenal. What did you think of that game and just Arsenal in general? Like, Fam, it just, it, it goes back to the point that we always say, man, being an Arsenal fan is, 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 is super tough, man. Like, <laughs> that Troops video is, is comedy gold, man. <laughs> bro, bro. It's comedy gold. <laughs> Bro, being an Arsenal fan is just crazy, man. And uh, I give a lot of credit to Mourinho, man. You know, we know what he's on. He's a results oriented mm. orientated guy, and he got the result. Typical um, Jose result, two yeah. one win. Uh, yeah, man, give him credit. And uh, I still think Spurs are done out, but um, Arsenal mm. are, are just as bad, to be honest. Do you still think he's the? It doesn't change your mind about him being the man for the job. He's not the man for the job, is he? No, 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 no. Because we know who he is, innit? He's a, like, on a result, on a game-by-game basis, he can get you results, innit? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? But in terms of building a team, nah, bro, I ain't got faith in him. Man. Do, you know where, do you know where I'll leave this? Or leave this for people to think about? Do you know the perfect job? Do you know the job that could be perfect for Mourinho? If what? Newcastle's owners come through with that deal, that job could be perfect <laughs> for him. Yeah. Chelsea all over again, fam. And the mad thing is, that's the perfect Mourinho team, fam. Give him, give him a team, give him a book, bucket load of money, let him go buy some players, and he'll build style a hasn't been team, established. Fam. Style hasn't been established. They've not won in years, bro. Low expectations, never know, man. 
Fam. I wouldn't even say low expectations, fam. Newcastle think they should be challenging. Newcastle fans, ask any Newcastle fan. They think they should be challenging for the league, fam. Yeah, they need to cool <laughs> off of that. But yeah, man, that's where we'll leave it for today, man. I really appreciate you, man, jumping on the pod today. For Obviously, sure. I, know, I know Josh Josh wasn't able to make it today. But, fam, we're back soon. We live all. We live all. We're going to be recording again and getting some content out to you guys. Some of our articles. Make sure you go check out www.eyesontheball.co.uk. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at eyesontheballtv. And make sure you're following us on Twitter at eyesontheballtv as well. We've got a serious video coming for you, man. We're coming to YouTube soon. So you'll be seeing more of our lovely faces. You get me? (laughs) But yeah, man. Yeah. We, we, we're coming, we're coming, man. We're coming for the podcast game. We're coming for the for the media world, man. You get me? We don't stop coming. But yeah, man, we out, fam. <laughs>